Welcome back to Popcorn for Dinner. I'm Jeff. I'm Kelly. Um, so right, it's so funny, right on the heels of like, we were talking about yesterday, we were just talking about how it's like, oh man, you know, these trailers for all these decades late sequels to things, mm-hmm. you know, the new Terminator trailer came out, the new fucking Rambo trailer came yeah. out. <laughs> um, just after Matrix. Yeah, Matrix was announced, all that kind of junk. So, of course, today they release the trailer for Bad Boys for Life. 17 years after Bad Boys 2, Will Smith and Martin Lawrence back together. My goodness. Like, I, I, it slipped my mind that they were making it because I knew that they were, but it's just seeing it in action. Mm hmm. Is just another another stake in that fucking coffin. Yeah. For the for that whole concept to me, because when we were watching Jurassic Park, and I referenced about her and I made reference to the fact that like every time I see Jurassic Park, it makes me hate Jurassic World that much more. <laughs> <laughs> it's like man, even even the like bad sequels mm-hmm. to Jurassic Park because it's like Lost World is pretty good in my opinion. We should sit down and watch it. Mm-hmm. So much more Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> oh, he's wonderful. Um, but Jurassic Park 3 really did kind of suck. <laughs> but it's like, even that one, I would take that one. Overworld. Overworld any fucking day. God, I really didn't like that movie at all. <laughs> that was that was a huge disappointment. Uh, and it, just thinking about it, like this whole trend of decades late mm-hmm. sequels, the only one that I've come even close to like loving like oh man this was perfect mm-hmm. is that halloween sequel last yeah. year like i you really only... dug that oh, okay because the way you worded it made it seem like you only came close to loving it you didn't actually love it i mean it's like loving it as much as like the original in terms of being like oh there's this one and then a sequel to you know because it's like mm-hmm. i loved dumb and dumber right and dumb and dumber too like I fucking despised, you know, but it's like I, I, I the hope every time is that it's like, oh, it'll make me love it again like that first one mm-hmm. did. And it's like Halloween 2018, while very cool and I dug it a lot, it it's still it's still a very modern yeah, Halloween movie in the sense that it's like it doesn't necessarily have exactly that same feel mm-hmm. of that first one because that is. I mean, it's it's really hard to do it because that that's one of my favorite movies of all time. Yeah. But Jurassic Park is also one of my favorite <laughs> movies of all time. So it's like it's not like it's not like there's not precedent. It's like it can yeah. be done. You can make a movie that's very enjoyable. Yeah. Compared to the like you know masterpiece original, mm-hmm. but most of them are garbage. Like full on straight up garbage. <laughs> What sequels did you like? Like decades or just sequels in general? Or because I'm sort of talking about those like decades down the line, this movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it's like there's even talk of like maybe possibly in the works uh, an Austin Powers 4. Oh. And it's like when when the original movies come out in such rapid succession, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like especially like with those ones, it was like it was like 97 99 and 2001 or two or something like that you know it's yeah. it real real quick that they came out so they all have a pretty similar feel to them but as soon as you let 15 years go by <laughs> 15 plus years yeah now uh, eking towards 20 years later after that mm-hmm. last austin powers like i yeah, just don't think just, you can 
it's 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 a it's a weird formula to it because it's like that, like yeah. I said, that Halloween one was the only one that really did it. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if I'm gonna like the sequels. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like I dug that, and I'm I'm sure I'll go and want to watch them, but it might sort of tar the whole thing <laughs> and be like, you know what? No, nah, just give me the original again. Yeah. We've done this three times, Halloween. <laughs> but like all all these all these old franchises getting new sequels so long after the fact it just makes me think of like what other ones could you do it's a shame that they can't do a sequel to twister <laughs> like not laughing at why they can't do it that's sad uh, i was just laughing at the idea of, of a sequel to it it would be like one of those jaws sequels where the shark it's like wait does that shark know it's going after the brody family like is it try does it have a is there vengeance on its mind like that's what it would feel like with the tornado <laughs> That's the movie I want to see <laughs> with Helen Hunt. <laughs> oh, man. There's oh, Philip Seymour Hoffman was in that one, too. Oh, yeah. That's a bummer. Harry Elways is still alive. Yeah, but not in the movie. Oh, right. <laughs> it doesn't matter if he's alive. Yeah. Hmm. No. Jonas bit the dust hard on that one. <laughs> Flashbacks. <laughs> Yeah. Force ghost. <laughs> Force ghost of Gary always coming back to haunt Helena. <laughs> I've always had that idea in my head of that fucking Mighty Ducks later sequel reboot, mm-hmm. which that that would be fucking killer. You need someone like the reason it really popped into mind is because, you know, it's like hockey in movies like it's there's not that much of it, at least not that I've personally seen. Mm hmm. And every time it's shown, it's really poorly done, you know? Like, I like mean, if you watch Mighty Ducks, it is horrible <laughs> in terms of actual hockey action and the kids doing the things, that, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like, it's it's nonsense. Yeah. <laughs> nonsense on ice. how hockey is played. <clears throat> yeah, in the least. <laughs> um, but it was when I, it was finally seeing Goon. Mm-hmm. And watching how fucking awesome that hockey oh. action on the ice is. Yes. Like when they when they're showing Laflemme fucking like deacon and dob, dodging and diving around mm-hmm. and scoring the puck and everything, it was like that was a fucking awesome hockey play that just happened. Yeah. Like the audience who doesn't know hockey might not notice or care. Yeah. But somebody who has, it's like holy shit, that actually looked like someone playing hockey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you can do that? I didn't know it was allowed. <laughs> um. So seeing that, it really kind of just like sparked my imagination of like, oh my god, just do Mighty Ducks again, do it now. Mm-hmm. You know, more modern comedy, less of the like sound effects slapstick <laughs> that uh, <laughs> that Mighty Ducks has. You know what I mean? Yeah. And less of the like, like <laughs> that fucking kid who lassos people on the ice. Like, <laughs> it's like, what the fuck are you? You're out of the game. Yeah. Game misconduct. Get off the ice. <laughs> age it up a little bit mm-hmm. you know what i mean maybe not necessarily the kids they could maybe still be just you know that that kind of age but age up like the the tone of the movie yeah and make it less like for little kids watching it on a saturday afternoon you know like <laughs> he fell down it was funny you know make it make it a little it doesn't even have it doesn't have to be gritty you know what i mean <laughs> but make it gritty yeah but but you know uh, and i in my head every time don't know why the uh, Emilio Estevez character is always Paul Rudd. 
You know what I yeah. mean? And it like it's, it, that popped into my head and I just it just started like snowballing. <laughs> and it was just like, OK, fucking you make him like uh, like a washout hockey player, mm-hmm. a guy who, you know, played really well in like juniors and this and that. But he could never break into, you know, professional leagues mm-hmm. and gets all angry about it. And, you know, because the whole thing in the first movie or the original movie is uh, I think he's like a drunk I think Emilio Estevez was like a drunk driver or something. Yeah. And that's how, how he gets sentenced <laughs> to fucking community services. Yeah, yeah, he gets the community service as the hockey coach because he used to play hockey. Mm-hmm. So that would sort of be a thing. Like, I, I, I imagine in my head, I don't know if it would be too gruesome for like a technical kids movie, but the <laughs> idea of him like full on like axe chop stick to the head of someone who like says some shit to him. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. something real bad where they're just like, whoa, whoa, whoa. It's like not only are you kicked out of this game, you might, you're probably kicked out of this league. Yeah. It's possible he could file assault charges, you know, with, mm-hmm. a, with a deadly weapon. Like that sort of shit has happened before where someone like goes nutso yeah. and attacks someone with their stick and they literally get charged. That so is. it's like something like that. But try to make it so that he still seems <laughs> so that he's uh, relatable Mm-hmm. And you like him. So it's not like this fucking psycho needs to be put away. And it's yeah. like, no, nah, let's put him in charge of kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got to give it a little uh, pathos in there or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I got another piece of inspiration. It's just the weirdest places these things come from. <laughs> but it was a story that I read online. It was probably a Reddit thread. I don't remember. But somebody was talking about uh, there was like there was a fight that had happened in one of the you know hockey games that happened that day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was like a, a bunch of shit talk beforehand. And then the dude just like sucker punched. Oh. And people were like, oh, dude, fuck that guy. And someone, you know, came with a voice of reason about it and was like, mm-hmm. you know, you don't know what he was saying. Yeah. And you know, I think something really bad had happened to him recently, like a family thing or mm-hmm. something like that. So it was like if they made if they talked shit and they said something that struck a nerve like that's that kind of changes the dynamic of what yeah. happened there. He's not just a sucker punching asshole. Yeah. You know, there's there was something there. He was provoked. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and somebody chimed in there like, yeah, dude, I fucking uh, my kid brother like got got hit by a car when I was like, you know, a teenager. Mm-hmm. And at my hockey league, some kid fucking chirped me about it and he ate his fucking teeth. You know what I mean? Like he, <laughs> he punched him. He just punched him out. Yeah. And it was like, yeah, he wasn't technically physically provoked. Right. But you understand why he do it. Yeah. So I figure maybe it'd be something like that. That yeah. Paul Rudd's character would do. They would sh- maybe show that in like a flashback or like mm-hmm. the beginning of the movie or something. Show him getting kicked out of the league for it. Mm-hmm. And then also realizing like, oh, shit, they're going to press charges. Yeah. And then I don't I haven't decided yet <laughs> in terms of how the tone of it should go. You could go the like 21 Jump Street route. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Where you like lean on the fact that this is a movie yeah. being made about, you know what I mean? You like lay on it real hard. Mm hmm. So you could have the judge talk about like uh, that they're reopening uh, the, you know, the the Mighty Ducks program like <laughs> from back in 93, you know, mm-hmm. like spe- like yeah. specify, make real meta jokes about it. Yeah, you could go that way um, or you could play it a little more subtly where it's just like, uh, you know, coach at this rec league or whatever the heck it would be mm-hmm. and be like, um. Okay, I guess. Although now that I think about it, it'd be fucked up if they let a dude who snapped on someone on the ice yeah. coach kids. Well, fuck, he was drunk in that first movie. Like, why would you let a drunk driver teach your kids? <laughs> this thing's all fucked up. Now, yeah. now I'm just discovering the the deep, dark roots of <laughs> Mighty Ducks. Like, this is kind of fucked up that they let this guy 
be in charge of all these kids. Welcome <laughs> like he, to Disney movies. You could have just showed up drunk. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> who knows? <laughs> Fucking run over a kid in the goddamn parking lot. <laughs> but whatever. You know what? Then I'm going to leave that as is. <laughs> Fine. Paul Rudd hit a guy with a stick. <laughs> Gets sentenced to the Mighty Ducks, essentially. Um, and I was thinking maybe they would have like different jerseys and a different mascot name mm-hmm. at the start of it. And then somehow, I don't know if it would be like, you know, uh, they're playing a game, you know, at home mm-hmm. or, you know, however they do. I don't even really know how Pee Wee Hockey League's, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, is it home for every team in the league? Because they're all from around there or is, is there an away team or whatever? Do you travel? I really don't know. I mean, I guess it depends on the area and how many ice rinks there are and, yeah. and how big of a league you're in. Yeah. I, and like that place wherever they play that like rec center whatever it is however the hell you do it uh would be the same place that the mighty ducks played you know where where that team had whatever and figure you could have a great moment of like another team sabotaging (laughs) the 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 whatever the hell they would be you know the sabers whatever the fuck their Mm -hmm. name would be before they changed the wildcats (laughs) 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 fucking wildcats um the wildcats but then the other team, like in an act of sabotage, would like, I don't know, like tie dye the the Wildcats jerseys or, you know, fuck with them somehow and mm-hmm. be like, what the fuck, man? And then some kid would stumble on like a big old box in the back room full uh-huh. of the original Ducks jerseys. Nice. And they'd have to fucking wear them for that game and everyone yeah. would be like, holy shit. But then they'd play real well. Mm-hmm. So they'd be like, oh shit, we got to stay the Ducks. Yeah. It'd be pretty cool. <laughs> and then Paul Rudd would like talk about those ducks mm-hmm. you know i mean maybe the age wouldn't work out with paul Rudd, but he, he can play a little bit younger than he is you know yeah just because i would i would want it to be that he was a kid around the time that those ducks played back in the day with coach bombay you know and all that yeah so he would know who they were and he'd be he'd see the jerseys when the kid brings it out like oh my god i forgot oh oh my god this is crazy and maybe, you know, get some renewed interest. That could be a little meta commentary, too. Mm-hmm. Of like, oh, you've renewed interest in the the duck's name around here. You know, like, <laughs> oh, holy shit. Maybe it's worth something now. You could have that that awful businessman character who wants to, like, oh, I'll bankroll you for some terrible, you know, some yeah. horrible, like, Faustian bargain. <laughs> it's like, you know, but but this kid can't play because he's black or something horrible <laughs> like that. He has to be a real bastard so, you know, he's, like, the worst guy. Um, <laughs> but so yeah, all that shit would go down. But then, so the whole thing that, you know, they're playing, you'd probably have a, a very similar storyline to like, uh, Charlie cause you know, uh, fuck Joshua Jackson plays Charlie. You remember Joshua Jackson from like the nineties, early two thousands? Uh, maybe. Um, did you ever <laughs> see urban legend? No. Oh, fuck. I know he was in some like TV shows around then. He was probably on Dawson's Creek or some shit like that, but that's the only one I really remember him from. <laughs> he is in Scream 2. He's in one scene. He's in the 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 movie class scene with Randy okay. when they're discussing sequels. Mm-hmm. And he's the guy who's like, he says something about aliens, I think. <laughs> but he has a few lines in it. But yeah, he was this one of those like teen heartthrobs of the late 90s, early 2000s. But he played Charlie in the original movie when he was much younger. You know, he was sort of like a... 13 year old kid you know and he played charlie like the the heart and soul of the ducks okay and he was like you know the captain and the the best player and he was wonderful and great and whatever 
the Harry Potter of hockey. <laughs> um, and it's him and his like single mom who then I forget if they actually wind up like getting together or if mm-hmm. it's just like they like flirt a lot with Coach Bombay. Mm-hmm. So that I bet you could do something similar like that, you know, have mm-hmm. the kid and you know, a new Charlie sort of character and yeah. all that and the drama within the team, you know, like if, still named Charlie, but this time a girl. Well, I, I like the idea, but you got to wait because there's there's something coming. Okay. <laughs> I, I said I've got a lot of it planned okay, out. Okay, all right, all right. <laughs> um, so you know, all that shit would happen. Maybe, you know, the the Paul Rudd's character, the coach, he would like tell stories of the Ducks and you know Coach Bombay and mm-hmm. you know and about Charlie, <laughs> you know, because he him being a kid when. Charlie was a kid, you know, he was kind of, yeah. like, you know, he was like, oh, he was so good. He was so fast. He was so this. He was so that, you know, remembering him as a kid, mm-hmm. even though in the movie it's like, yeah, he's fine. Yeah. But he's, <laughs> he's not that good. I mean, Jesus. Nostalgia goggles. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, so he's, you know, Charlie's the greatest. Charlie's the best. Whatever. And then, like, they'll, however it works, you know, playoffs, a tournament, whatever it is, however, you know, you would you would have the big ending thing. Mm-hmm. It would come and you'd probably have a few things in there with, uh, you know, maybe try to try to mirror the the Paul Rudd character's story with the new Charlie, Richie or <laughs> whatever you'd call him, <laughs> you know, where, you know, maybe that kid has like temper issues, mm-hmm. you know, and maybe he's, you know, gotten into a few scraps on the ice and, you know, coaches like, hey, you know, I know. Mm-hmm. It doesn't doesn't help to lose your cool on the ice there, you know. Hey, get it cool yeah. on the ice. <laughs> um, and so, you know, maybe you'd have a bit of that going on. Things are, you know, getting intense. They're getting towards, you you know, the, the big championship. Maybe mm-hmm. it would be the championship game. Maybe it would be like the the game to get to the championship yeah, game sort of thing. Or... Yeah. And Coach Paul Rudd would come out like to the bench with the Ducks. They'd come out. And you just have to suspend your disbelief that there's that like that he didn't look at any programming or any information about the other team mm-hmm. for the other team to come out and their coach is Charlie. <laughs> and it's like, oh my God. Like he's starstruck at the fact <laughs> mm-hmm. that fucking Charlie yeah. is the coach of the other team. He's coaching <laughs> against the ducks. Like, oh my God, all the you know what I mean? But to bring back that character as yeah. an adult and now he's the coach and he's got his own team and all that. And then, you know, it'd be a big, hard fought hockey game with good hockey action in it. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then right at the end, maybe maybe make it uh maybe make it go to overtime. Maybe maybe have it be one of those like last second before the clock dies, you know, buzzer beater kind of things. Mm-hmm. But the ducks lose. You got a bad news bears it. <laughs> you know what I mean? And you gotta mm-hmm. have them lose. So it's like it's it's the journey that has to be has to be meaningful. Yeah. You know what I mean? If everything before if they win it, then it's just like, yeah, all right, whatever, fuck all that. You know, but in this case, it's like, what did you get from this experience mm-hmm. not getting to where you needed to go? And then maybe he'd have like a have like a quick chat with with Charlie after the game, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. oh my God, this is so great. <laughs> just gushing and everything. And then post credit sequence would be Emilio Estevez. <laughs> He'd come back somehow. I haven't I haven't gotten to that part yet. But he would uh he would have to come back somehow. Driving the Zamboni. Yeah. <laughs> He's fallen that far. <laughs> He's just the old Zamboni man at the fucking rink. <laughs> 
Oh, that would that would be pretty funny. Dude, that's one that I would go fucking see. Yeah. It's goddamn awesome action, Mighty Ducks. You'd have to just call it Mighty Ducks, because I mean I know the original one is the Mighty Ducks. So for the sequel, for the years too late sequel, you have to use basically the same title, mm-hmm. but just chop off the the. So it's just Mighty Ducks. <laughs> and they'd they'd have to, you know, there'd have to be like a you know, they lose the game, but they get like a an invite to to like an international competition or something ended on like a cliffhanger like that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Where the team is like, Oh man, like this, uh, we didn't do well enough and blah, blah, blah. And then have someone come up to them and be like, Hey, we would like to invite you to Sweden or some shit like that. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like going, (laughs) you're going to go across, across the ocean to, to a European league and play a, play a tournament over there as like a guest team. I don't know how that shit works again. I don't know any of the, (laughs) any of the like, logistical things yeah. of of peewee hockey leagues but it'd be a great way to like send off on a sequel and be like oh well you could do a sequel like that if you want to or you could have the sequel start when they get home from sweden or something mm-hmm. you know what i mean like you could go anywhere with it man i'm giving you all these options disney <laughs> i would still have to watch the first one it's definitely one of those movies where like you'll watch it and you'll probably be like well, okay that was cute you know what i mean you won't yeah. be like oh my god what a movie but to a kid, yeah, like seeing it as a kid, it was like, oh man, the Mighty Ducks and the music and the this and the flying V <laughs> and fucking Hans or whatever his name is who sharpens <laughs> their skates and shit. Like, oh man, it won't be my next Moana. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> There's fewer songs. Clearly, you've put a lot of thought into this fantasy sequel. <laughs> I mean, it just over the years. Yeah. Like, it's not like I came up with it this morning and I was like, oh man, they should do Mighty Ducks. And Paul Rudd will be there. And it, like, this has been gestating for a yeah. long time. I, I have, I believe I have heard the decision that it would be Paul Rudd before. <laughs> yeah. That was decided very early on. Yeah. <laughs> it was, was almost like... a necessity. <laughs> but fuck, man, they're getting, we're getting a, a third Bill and Ted movie. We're getting fucking. Jay and Bob, Jay and Silent Bob movie in 2019. Like, that seems yeah. crazy to me. So goddamn many of these sequels. <laughs> and they're so rarely good. Right? Like, it's such a bummer when they, like, get the talent back. Mm-hmm. And they can't and do anything and, with yeah, it. Yeah, and it's just garbage. And actually, it really kind of pissed me off when I find, I mean, I heard about it pretty much immediately. And everybody assumed immediately anyway. But when that Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom mm-hmm. was coming out and they had the trailers and it was like, oh, look, it's Jeff Goldblum. Mm-hmm. And everyone, it, like, as soon as that movie hit, everyone online was just like, BT dubs. Jeff Goldblum is in the beginning of the movie for a minute and the end of the movie for a minute. <laughs> and it's like, uh, I mean, I f- again, I figured. Yeah. Figured they didn't hire him to come and. Play with dinosaurs again, really. It's it's literally <laughs> just him sitting in like a con- congressional hearing and talking about dinosaur shit. Just yeah. you know, saying some more Ian Malcolm lines <laughs> just with a big like white beard. Huge bummer that you know, can't do anything good with that. I mm-hmm. mean, again, I feel that they were, just, they were so fucking unnecessary. And it really honestly bugs me <laughs> that it made as much money as it did. Like that it became like the highest grossing movie ever when Jurassic World came out. I was like, not, yeah. not worth it. Not even in the slightest. That movie sucked. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I could not believe that someone could make Chris Pratt so unappealing. Like, 
Yeah. He is, uh, he is, he's another one of those fuckers who just can, he seems like they, they should be just effortlessly charming. Right. You know what I mean? Where it's just like, he just, he barely even has to do anything. Even his tiny little role in Moneyball, I was like enraptured watching him. Oh, like, yeah. Oh, this guy. Oh, yeah. And I can watch him do anything. And then fucking they bring him in for I Jurassic. I liked him on Everwood, so. <laughs> People Street don't cred. remember that. <laughs> that was pre-Parks and Rec for you people out there. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like, and then that Jurassic World movie, I was like, who the fuck is this guy? Because this isn't Chris <laughs> Pratt. This sucks. This dude is terrible. <laughs> there was like one line early on in the movie that I liked because he like, like made a joke and like laughed at himself. <laughs> and that was like it. I don't even yeah. remember what the joke was. I just remember that that happened. I enjoyed that part of it. And that was pretty much it. Yeah. Even the dinosaur action was fucking disappointing to me. Yeah. Like, honestly, it, it was one of those things where it's like you hear it like on paper and you're like, okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you're watching it and you're like, oh, you know what? You know what? No, this sucks. Yeah. Fucking the like. And at the end of the movie, the Indominus Rex and the Tyrannosaurus Rex are going to have a big old street fight. It's like, on paper, just hearing it. Like, if, mm-hmm. some, if someone ran up to you on the street and was like, dude, a Tyrannosaurus and some other giant dinosaur is fighting right over on the other block. You want to come watch? I'd be like, yes, right now. Let's yeah. go. <laughs> 100%. But getting that, essentially, like, okay, yeah. you, you want that? Here you go. And sitting there watching them, like, battle through the streets of that fucking resort town or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then that fucking Mosasaurus comes up and, like, steals the Indominus <laughs> down into the water and everything. And I'm just like, man, I do not enjoy this the way I did as a kid. And it yeah. almost honestly made me think, like, have I just not watched Jurassic Park in a long time? And I'm going to go back and watch Jurassic Park and be like, oh, my God, this is so stupid. <laughs> you know like oh oh no and then no next time i saw jurassic park i was like nope this movie's perfect like yeah. every fucking moment of that movie is is like necessary mm-hmm. and great <laughs> <laughs> and like when we were sitting there watching it mm-hmm. it just flew by like when oh, i looked yeah. at the, the the ticket stub thing or not the ticket stub when i looked at the like receipt on my phone after i purchased them mm-hmm. you know it had it basically you know just has a little rundown like jurassic park PG-13, 1993, two hours and eight minutes. And I was like, that's longer than I thought it was. Like, for some reason, it feels like it would be shorter than that. I don't know why. Like, oh, man, we're seeing it at 10 o'clock. There's going to be trailers. You know, it's going to be like fucking 1230, 1245 by the time we get out of here. Like, oh, man. And it went by like that. Oh, yeah. It's such a perfectly paced movie. By the time when it got to the end, I, I wasn't even like, "Oh my god, it's already over." Mm-hmm. But I was just like, "And yep, perfect, perfect uh-huh. every time. No matter how many times <laughs> you watch it, it never stops being fucking perfect." It can only get more perfect. Pretty. Much. I mean, when you know I, when you notice things that you never noticed before, it just makes the experience all the better. Like mm-hmm. even even if it's just one little thing, like when fucking we s- sitting there. Watching through the credits on the big screen and like finally actually reading the credits, mm-hmm. really and realizing that that fucking guard on the raptor thing at the beginning, mm-hmm. that the actor's name is Joffrey, mm. and I'm like, oh, and fucking Muldoon calls him Joffrey. He says Joffrey raised the gate. Like <laughs> I never realized that dude's just named after himself. <laughs> That's the coolest thing. Like just being able to discover tiny little things like that. Yeah, I fucking love it. I love going and seeing old movies again. That crowd was less than decent. Mm-hmm. You know, the, fo- the the kids up to the left, like, weren't great. Yeah. But at least they weren't as, like, seemingly sloppy drunk 
as the idiots on back to the right behind us. Yeah. Because that couple seemed like they were like they had probably been drinking a bunch before they came to see this. Like it's gonna be so fun. We're gonna watch the dinosaur movie. Yeah. Because like I I put up with all with all the like chatter and all right whatever. I've seen this movie. Mm-hmm. I'm not lost. I shouldn't be a jerk about it. It's six bucks. Yeah. I'm not gonna be that guy. But once the, once fucking we're sitting there watching and you just start hearing. Once you start hearing dogs barking and running <laughs> off, you're like, get your dogs out of the movie theater. <laughs> but yeah, once you start hearing the like <clears throat> from grown adults in a theater from mm-hmm. behind you, finally, I just had to be like, will you please stop? Yeah. <laughs> like, just could you be a decent person for a moment and just not do yeah, that like- of all fucking things? Do not blow raspberries <laughs> in the middle of the theater fucking watching goddamn Jurassic Park. Have some respect. Seriously. They also like way overreacted to everything that Jeff Goldblum did and said. Like, well, again, hold it. on. He's great. Hold on. I'll 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 give a pat. There was one moment that I noticed what you're talking about, and I will give it a pass on the off chance that they also saw the hilarious gif. That's been going around online because of that shot of Goldblum with his shirt off mm-hmm. and he's like laying there mm-hmm. as it like pulls in on him. They laughed like right at that, at that yeah. image of him sitting there because people, <laughs> God, this was the funniest things I've ever seen. People like they, they took Grant from the scene when he is leaned against the triceratops and it's breathing Mm -hmm. and they superimpose that like a tiny grant on jeff goldblum's belly in that (laughs) moment and did the like (sighs) and fucking god it's the funniest thing in the world so i if they were drunk and that popped up on screen i get it i get it i'm not gonna give him shit for that one (laughs) because like just on the off chance that that's what they were laughing about Because I know I wouldn't have been able to hold it either. Like if I was like drunk yeah. and all of a sudden it popped up like, oh my God, right. <laughs> <laughs> totally. 100%. They were not the best. No. Um, would you, I mean, I think we could both agree based on circumstances that the absolute best movie theater yes. crowd we ever had was for A Quiet Place. Yes. Yeah. That was astounding i have i i literally wouldn't believe it if someone told me yeah (laughs) it it was like yeah i'm so thankful i know i mean obviously we have to explain it because otherwise people just being like what are they talking about are they just talking (laughs) to themselves they're not even trying to include us (laughs) (laughs) um but when we went to go see a quiet place it's right right Mm -hmm. it's a quiet place a quiet place okay for a second i was like am i being a pretentious dick about it and like giving it a fancier title than it had no okay a quiet place yeah so you know go to see it and as usual you know a bunch of horror movie trailers beforehand Mm -hmm. and plenty of people laughing their way through them or talking over them or the occasional yeah like reacting really loud to them or like yelling something at the screen you know just basically mm-hmm. being a horrible horror movie yeah, crowd the, the stereotypical awful movie horror movie crowd yeah, yeah horror movies especially where people feel incredibly emboldened to just shout things at the mm-hmm. screen fucking movie begins i don't even remember exactly how the like opening credits go i feel like it's in like silence you know what i mean i mm-hmm. i feel like there's it's not like it's like dun, 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 yeah. or like music or you know anything or like voiceover there's or any like, sort of i i feel like it showed some of the wooded area 
Okay. And so there may have been like the wind and the trees or whatever, but like sounds of nature was essentially all that you heard. Yeah. But, you know, practically silent. Mm -hmm. And, you know, for so many, so many years of going to see movies, (laughs) people will take, you know, the whole like give them an inch and they take a fucking mile. Mm -hmm. They will take every second of like screen time that isn't like the actual movie starting to Mm -hmm. talk. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where it's like, all right, it's like, and the previews are going and people will be chattering along. And it's like, okay, whatever. I yeah. didn't pay to come see the trailers, so yeah. I really don't give a shit. You know? And then they do the like, and now the movie's about to start and things are happening yeah. and watch your keys and shit. And, you know, <laughs> like, don't forget your bag. You know, all that kind of junk is happening and people talk through it and whatever, I don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes, you know, the production logos start coming up yeah and people just keep talking and talking and they keep going and then finally like a character shows up on screen and they'll like oh and then i guess and then i guess i'll talk i guess i'll talk about the movie and then they'll finally (laughs) shut the fuck up because they realize like oh oh okay the movie's on oh okay yeah all right i guess i can stop now but in this case i felt like as soon as the whole like pomp and circumstance of like here's your movie mm-hmm. that everybody just shut the fuck up yep everybody it was beautiful like i honestly don't <laughs> even remember there being a moment of like oh that guy fucking ruined it because he fucking you know mm-hmm. what i mean like there was yeah. never a moment of being like pulled away from from watching the movie because someone was being a dick it was like it was like fucking a pitcher pitching a perfect game you know what i mean <laughs> it's just like oh yeah. my god is, is this really gonna happen holy shit i was just sitting here and watching the movie and nobody's fucked yeah. it up yet oh my god <laughs> the only time that i remember hearing anything from anyone and it was like hearing like popcorn being uh, grabbed yeah was during the waterfall scene exactly everyone that was the coolest thing everyone did that we did it everyone did it where it was like oh my god there's noise going on now i can finally enjoy this snack i paid like 17 dollars for (laughs) because we've been sitting in dead silence and you know that like it was amazing that an entire crowd of people seemingly had the like self-conscious realization of like oh if i chew my food everyone's it's yeah it's gonna be loud because this movie isn't very loud yeah after the waterfall scene ended. Mm-hmm. Everyone went right back. Yeah, just right back great. to quiet. That was wild. 100% the like best theater experience in terms of crowd compared to movie. Yeah, because it was packed too. It wasn't like it was yeah. us and like three other people. Yeah. Like when we saw Tusk. <laughs> <laughs> that was hilarious. Mm, like when we saw Lego Batman. And there was no one. There was no one. That might be the best crowd we've ever been with. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That that's that's number one. A quiet place is very close. Number two, because it actually had other people involved. Yeah, it took an effort from. Uh, it took a village. <laughs> that still boggles my mind. I will never understand the Thursday night premiere. Mm-hmm. Lego Batman. Nobody but us in it. Yeah. No. Un- like unbelievable. <laughs> in like the biggest theater yeah because it wasn't even like one of those little ones it yeah. was like the big fucking amphitheater theater in there yeah it was like the the first one down the hall yeah like one of the giganto screens mm-hmm. and it was just like where the fuck yeah. is everyone <laughs> at a certain point i was afraid that it was like did it get like canceled yeah <laughs> like, are they gonna just turn it me? off yeah like what no is plus? happening here okay but no, whole movie to ourselves so we could laugh as loud as we wanted. Yeah. Oh, man. 
And you know, I did. Yeah, that was a, <laughs> I want to watch that movie again. It's rain and death. <laughs> oh, <wow>. Dude, <laughs> Michael Cera's Robin. What a, what an inspired choice. That is that is brilliance. Another crowd that I am thankful for is the crowd that we had for the Dark Knight trilogy because everyone was nice enough to not ruin anything <laughs> for me. Yeah. Like I I remember specifically like saying to people like I haven't seen these movies like so don't no spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> don't don't say shit beforehand. Just let me watch it. Yeah. And they did. It was great. God, that was that was so awesome to see those movies for the first time one right after the other in IMAX. Yeah, right. That's oh. the, that's the biggest thing too. It's like you see the biggest version. Yes. In the best way. All in a row, like barely a break. It was like fifteen minutes yeah, it was between. Yeah, like f- fifteen twenty minutes before between the movies with the with the rises starting at midnight. Yeah. Oh my gosh, so cool. That was one of my favorite movie going experiences. It was so epic. It was. <laughs> Did you know anything about? snakes on a plane back in the day like when it was coming out did you have any any like awareness of of the like sort of phenomenon that it was i i didn't know how big it was really like i i was aware of it its existence mm-hmm. but and knew that it was like really popular but like didn't know just how far that popularity and ridiculousness <laughs> <laughs> stretched yeah Oh, man, because I was sort of on the ground floor of that thing because <laughs> I was big on those uh, the, the like IMDb message boards mm-hmm. back around when that movie came out in like 2006 or something. But, you know, sometimes, well, you know, you just sort of, you know, six degrees yourself from one movie to another. Like, oh, yeah. And then this movie had, uh, oh, yeah, this guy. And then, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, then he was in this movie. Oh, yeah, <laughs> with this guy. And then eventually one day, I, you know, I got to, to Samuel L. Jackson and I was like, all right, yeah. And I clicked on his his page and I saw his filmography and it said like, you know, pre-production or something mm-hmm. on a new movie he was going to be in. And it was called Snakes on a Plane. And I was like, <laughs> what the fuck is this? Are you kidding me? Is there literally a movie going to be just called Snakes on a Plane? I have to find out more. Yeah. So, you know, I click on it. I look at it. There's a whole there's a thriving message board for a movie that has not had a frame of footage shot. You know, what I mean? it's literally yeah. it's just like there's a movie that we're going to make called Snakes on a Plane. And everyone was like, what the fuck? Oh, my God. The Internet just went like bananas for it. This is just how ridiculous it is. Like yeah. one, how ridiculous the title is where it's just like it just really. Yeah, that's it. And two, the fact that Sam L signed on to it. Yeah. It's just like this is fucking ridiculous. And then I have no idea if this was a planned thing by like the studio or if they were really just that out of touch. It might have been more of like a new Coke kind of thing where it's like, yeah, we're going to get rid of Coke. We're going to bring new Coke. People are going to be outraged. Mm -hmm. We're going to bring back old Coke and people will buy the fuck out of it because Mm -hmm. it's not new Coke. Yeah. Um, But at some point during the pre-production, the page for the movie changed because they changed the title. Oh. They changed it to like Pacific Air 342 or whatever the fuck. They would, you know, the, yeah. the the flight, the name of the flight. Yeah. That these snakes would be on. <laughs> um and just everyone freaked out. Everyone was like, "What the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Why are you why are you trying to make this a legitimate movie? Why are you, you know, why are you fucking putting on these airs to be like, "Hold on, we can't have it sound that ridiculous." It's like yeah. that's why anyone is interested in this. 
What yeah. are you doing? To the point where allegedly, I, I've never actually looked into it to see if it was true, but allegedly <laughs> Sam L said that he wouldn't do it if they didn't change the name back. Like, that's the fucking reason I I jumped on this script. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you folks? That's, change it back. So obviously they did. Yeah, that definitely seems like a Sam L move. Oh, yeah. Um, so I was all in on this whole, I was enraptured by it. I was just like, oh my God, snakes on a plane. I can't wait for fucking snakes on a plane to come out. It's going to be amazing. I forget if it was me and anybody else or if it was just me. I really do not recall, but fucking, I had been going to AMC Yorktown midnight showings for Mm -hmm. like everything I could get my hands on. It was just like, that was my favorite thing to do. I love Mm -hmm. midnight releases for movies, you know, movies that I'm really excited for. Nowadays, it's kind of gone the way of like concerts for me. Mm-hmm. Where it's like I really used to love it. Yeah. And now I'm like, I'll enjoy this from the balcony. I don't need to be in with the riffraff anymore. <laughs> like yeah. when I wind up seeing a movie I really want to see, it's like, yeah, I'm not going to go to the midnight show. I'm going to go when it's less crowded and crazy. Mm-hmm. But at that point, unless, love... unless work schedules somehow miraculously work out. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I, I still go and see a midnight movie. I just go to work real tired. But <laughs> either way. Um, so I go to see it and for one, it's like electric. You know what I mean? Like the crowd is there because they fucking want their snakes on a plane. Like mm-hmm. they, they've been following this. The people who are here are either, you know, everyone from those message boards or anyone they've been that like they were able to drag along with them. Like, just trust me. It's going to be amazing. Yeah. Side note in the end, movie's not really that amazing. It's not, it's not funny enough. Yeah. And it's not scary enough. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. it's like it doesn't do either of them well enough. But it was one of my favorite movie theater experiences of all time (laughs) because everybody was in on it. Everybody Mm -hmm. was there. They knew. And it was not a movie that anyone was going to get fucking shushed in or anything like that. Yeah. Um, And to know how in on it everyone was i mean for fuck's sake i mean you know the 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 famous line yeah from the movie with sam l right do you know the genesis of that line like no. do you know where it came from no that came from like imdb message boards and shit <laughs> they shot the movie it was like pg-13 they took a look at like all the message boards where people were talking about it and specifically people being like it's sam l he has to say something like I've had it with these motherfucking snakes on this motherfucking plane. And everyone was like, yes, that of course it has to like that. That better be in the movie. Yeah. And so they literally were like, uh, we're going to go back and reshoot for five days. We're going to add a whole bunch of shit. And yeah. the only way that line is going to make it into the movie is if it's an R rated movie. So we're going to add some more blood and some more shit mm-hmm. and all this stuff. So that line can be in the movie. So like, that's where that comes. That was like <laughs> just the most amazing thing of like a crowd writing a line. Yeah. And then ev- and then all sitting and watching it in the theater, watching Samuel <laughs> Jackson say that line. It was just like, holy shit, this is amazing. <laughs> so it's like, that's cool. In the middle of the movie, because there's like, there, it's a whole ridiculous plot. It's a horrible <laughs> plot, like on purpose, obviously. Yeah. But it's like, there's a guy, he witnesses a murder. He's being flown back from Hawaii to go testify. There's a guy who wants him dead so that he can't testify. So he puts a bunch of snakes on the plane. Like that's his assassination <laughs> attempt on the witness is to fucking just fill the plane with snakes and everyone die, I guess. <laughs> um, so, you know, so the snakes are in like a crate or some shit. I forget okay. exactly what, but they're like, they're locked up 
while mm-hmm. the plane, you know, takes off and it's in the air and, you know, flying for a bit. But there's a timer on the box for the snakes. <laughs> and fucking, you know, it's getting closer and closer. You know, there's three minutes, now, mm-hmm. two minutes, one minute. And when it finally gets down to like those final seconds, the whole fucking audience <laughs> is like five, four, three, two, one. And then like they fucking planned it. <clears throat> Everyone screamed snakes on zero. Like all at once. It's just snakes. And some fucking brilliant idiot up in the top rows threw a bunch of tiny rubber snakes all over the crowd. Like it's it's the kind of stuff that you would like hire a PR firm mm-hmm. to figure out how to do. Mm-hmm. And it all just happened. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's the craziest thing about it is like that's the kind of <laughs> shit that like you would pay so much money to have your movie have that kind of word of mouth and excitement. Mm-hmm. And like we didn't bring the rubber snakes for the crowd. The crowd brought the rubber snakes for the crowd. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't it wasn't a, a ploy by a marketing yeah. firm. It was just the, the audience was so excited. And then later towards the end of the movie because Keenan Thompson's in the movie. He plays a bodyguard of like a rapper or some shit who's on okay. the plane. All right. And his name is Troy. Okay. And he plays, he's always playing this little, I think it's a PSP. Mm-hmm. And he's playing this like flight simulator game. So of course, <laughs> at some point, the pilot, who I believe is David Koechner, um, okay. who he eventually gets bit by a snake and he can, have, he can no longer fly the plane, but they have to land the plane. Mm-hmm. So it's up to Troy. Of course. And fucking the crowd still being into it. Because you imagine, you know, so far into a movie, even if it's only like, you know, an hour and 30 minutes, Mm -hmm. to keep up that kind of enthusiasm for like a (laughs) schlocky B movie. You know, most of the time towards the end of the movie, eh, the enthusiasm is kind of dying out. Yeah. You're kind of like, yeah, that was was pretty funny. Fucking everyone is still so on board (laughs) that when Troy goes up to the fucking like console and he grabs the thing, he's like, oh, it's just like my video game. And he's, you know, getting ready and he's trying to land the plane. (laughs) The whole crowd starts chanting his name like he's there. Like, Troy, 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 Troy. As the fucking plane wheels touch down and everyone's like, yeah, Troy. And it was it was just, it was magic. It was so fucking ridiculous. And the kind of thing that I don't think I'll ever fucking see again. Because yeah. it was just so, it wasn't like a cult movie. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, like you know, The Room yeah. Where it's like people shout the lines of the movie at the screen when they're happening because they know it's happening because they've seen it a billion times and it's that kind of environment. Mm-hmm. Nobody knew this was coming. You know what I mean? That's yeah. the crazy thing. Like, if, you know, that countdown, I understand if that happens at a, you know, 20th anniversary of Snakes on a Plane yeah. <laughs> showing. Mm-hmm. But on opening midnight night, nobody knew that was coming and yeah. everyone knew what to do. Yeah. <laughs> it was so fucking wild to to see that. And I've honestly kind of purposefully never watch that movie again <laughs> i have never I, like I've, I've seen like clips online you know someone mm-hmm. will post just sam l doing the oh these motherfucking snakes you yeah. know okay that's fun yeah but it's like i don't think i ever want to sit down and watch that movie again <laughs> just because it's like it lives perfectly yeah back in that showing in fucking like 2005 <laughs> with the most enthusiastic crowd i've ever ever seen in my life that's amazing well, that's going to do it for uh, for popcorn for dinner. I'm Jeff. I'm Kelly. Good night and good luck.